Welcome to the Human Flourishing Project. I'm your host, Alex Epstein. The title of today's episode is How No News Leads to Good News. How No News Leads to Good News. And it's in honor of the, it's in honor, that wasn't very uh, precisely pronounced, in honor of the upcoming new year and the phenomenon of New Year's resolutions, which I'm actually a big fan of, at least morally. I think it's it's great that we at least take one time a year to reflect on our lives and to resolve to make them better. And if you search Alex Epstein New Year's, you should find an article that I wrote many years ago. I forget what the title is, but it's an op-ed piece on New Year's resolutions, and I, I still think that's pretty good. And then someone reminded me recently, I have a YouTube video called Resolution Revolution, which that person thought this audience might be interested in. And uh, it was suggested to me, maybe you should say something about New Year's resolutions. And I think I'll say something two weeks in a row, but this week I want to talk about something to resolve to do less of, which is consume news, at least in the conventional sense of consuming news. Now, one aspect of resolutions is they can be very, very difficult to keep for various reasons. Now, one thing that can make new things easier to do, I believe, is if it's based on a new understanding. And I'll explain this more as we go through. But the basic idea is sometimes it can be hard to just force yourself or will yourself to do something new, but sometimes or to change a behavior, but sometimes if you have a new perspective on a behavior, it just becomes less desirable immediately. And I remember this happened to me when I was young with slot machines. I thought as a teenager, oh my gosh, this is the coolest thing ever. Slot machines are great. And then over time, I just had a certain understanding that, oh, well, I would watch all of these people suffer at them and be miserable, and so I would associate them with that. And then also I understood the probabilities of gambling, and then I also understood the incredible potential to make money via investing or starting one's own business. And then the whole phenomenon of slot machines just became completely unappealing. I, I, I didn't have that big a habit, but I definitely remember as a teenager, I was really drawn to them and then it disappeared. And it wasn't one of these things where I just, I just willed myself to stop doing it. It's that I had a new understanding and then the implications of the understanding made the habit flow naturally. So to some extent, if you agree with me today about news, I hope that you find a similar Uh, phenomenon, that having a new perspective on news may make you less, quote unquote, addicted to news, which I think many people feel. So to start out with this idea of how no news leads to good news, I want to share a story, uh, a piece of news or a story about a piece of news that I experienced this week. And the, the news was there was a what I would regard as a hit piece about me, or at least prominently including me done uh, by the Weather Channel on their website. And so I got notified, hey, there's this critical piece of you uh, about you on the Weather Channel. And the interesting thing, which even surprised some of my coworkers, was that my first response was not to read it. And I, and I don't mean that I'll never read it, but my response was, I'm not, uh, I'm not going to read this. I had, uh, I had my coworkers look at it and say, is there anything really urgent here? 
Uh, and they said there wasn't, although something would be good to respond to at some point. And so I just said, okay, great, and put it out of mind and just said, okay, I'll read it over the weekend when I'm planning the next week, maybe, or maybe, you know, I'll read it at, at some point soon. Now, why is this, uh, this a big deal? Well, it's an example of something where it's, it, it's a, it, in general, we have this idea that we should be reading news and that when there are updates in the world, we want to be on top of those updates. And you might think, well, particularly if there's an update about you, if a prominent publication is mentioning you, surely that's something to attend to immediately. And my view is that, no, this most of the stuff that comes to us as news is some stuff either we should attend to never or attend to at a very specific time that is not now. And this goes to what is news? And for our purposes, I'm going to say news is information about developments in other people's lives shared according to other people's agendas. So again, information about developments in other people's lives shared according to other people's agendas. And I would add to that one aspect of news is there's this feeling that it's really part of our lives and not just part of, but urgent to our lives. So then the question is, when and to what extent do I want this news? To what extent do I want information about developments in other people's lives shared according to other people's agendas? And my basic answer is, well, I ask, what kind of information do I need in my life? And it's information that I need for my agenda, which rarely overlaps with other people's agendas. Now, this show is about human flourishing, so my, my short version of a flourishing life involves like, two things. One is creating a lot of value in a way that I find deeply enjoyable and meaningful. So that's core of life, I believe, or at least the best potential life. And then two is, once I've created that value, making the most of the free time and the abundant resources that creating that value affords me. So it's creating a lot of value and then making the most out of the value I've created, including free time and abundant resources. And then that allows things like very rewarding relationships and all kinds of other things that make life great. So then in terms of information, it's worth asking, what kind of information do I really need to create and consume value? And when do I need it? Now, most of the information I need in life is information needed to complete uh, my specific projects, whether those are work projects or personal projects. And then there's a general category of, I wanna be up to date on what's happening in the world. But I suggest that we be quite suspicious of that information in terms of how relevant it really is to our lives. And certainly that we put it in the category of, I'm going to consume this once in a while when I'm not attending to the crucial things in my life. Because the crucial things in my life, I think a really valuable thing, way to think of it is my agenda. And remember, news is stuff that is shared according to other people's agenda. But achieving our own agenda, whatever our agenda is, you can almost guarantee it requires a lot of focus. And the thing about uh, information shared according to other people's agendas and also it's shared to be very stimulating 
is that that interferes like crazy with our agenda. So to even, even the example of this week, this hit piece about me, even that was not on my agenda. My agenda right now is I'm working on a major revision of a book, and that takes hours and hours a day of focus. And in terms of what I need, I want to do in my life, that book is a big part of it. And then I have another uh, big project, and then I have different relationships and other priorities and keeping the business running. And really, one more person saying something in a hit piece is not that high a priority if I really look at my agenda. Now, it can feel like a high priority, and if I read the piece, then I'm going to feel like it's a high priority, and this is part of news. Once we consume it, it has this feeling of urgency, in part because we've chosen to make it urgent, and then just in part the way it's constructed is to elicit emotions and to, quote-unquote, engage us. Now, I should say with this particular piece, I had a little bit of context about it. As I mentioned, I, I asked my coworkers to look at it and, and just to make sure there was nothing urgent. I also had had an experience already with the quote-unquote uh, reporter, who's interestingly, humorously, his name is Joe McCarthy, So, uh, which I think that, that person is probably over-criticized in history anyway, but uh, maybe this Joe McCarthy deserves more criticism. Anyway, that, the way he emailed me and asked questions and then kind of shifted on various things, uh, I... I should just say he said at first, oh, I need to interview you. I can't send you written questions against the policy. And I'm like, all right, well, then and then I didn't respond. And then he said, oh, I'll send you written questions. OK, great. So that was a great policy. And then most of the questions were just totally loaded questions. And then he asked me one substantive question, which I answered. And then he wrote a whole article about a video of mine, which he asked me nothing about and didn't ask me my opinion or to defend myself. So this is just a very kind of standard thing with uh reporters who are, I mean, they're not reporters, they have their own agenda, and that's fine. But if I were to read the piece in the middle of working on my book, I would be distracted by it. Uh, that would be almost avoidable. And, and I, would be, I would be putting information in my brain that I would then have to process. And so it's, I just really want to think about what information do I want in my brain at what time? Now, I'm already pretty extreme on the spectrum of not having any inclination to consume a lot of news most of the time. And I used to feel guilty about that because, like, why don't I want to be informed? But I would realize, yeah, there's this huge opportunity cost because I have my projects that I want to think about, and I need to do research on those, and I need time to mull those over. And what do, why am I focused on all these things happening. And then once I think about the, the incentives of the news, they're trying to create urgency, which means they're trying to have as many negative things as possible and then make them feel relevant to my life. And thus, almost out of necessity, if I consume this, I'm going to be incredibly distracted by things that are very negative. And then on top of that, if to understand the world around me, reading updates on a daily basis, but just reading update, 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 update on all these areas of life, but never going into them in depth, that is not a recipe for understanding. So for ex example, with uh, nutrition, I don't want to read Men's Health Magazine, which just has a, and that's even monthly, I think, but or let alone one of these daily sites where every day they have to come up with something stimulating. That's a ridiculous thing. 
what I want to do is I want to learn to whatever extent is possible the most timeless information and then get periodic updates. And that, that's what I think of with every field. So to the extent I want to be informed, I don't want to read news and respond to it daily. I want to proactively try to find the best content and then get a general understanding of how the world works. And that itself is very hard, uh, but consuming news is the opposite of a substitute. It's, it's, it just makes everything much, much worse. So the, the title of this episode is How No News Leads to Good News. So I've been talking about the negative of it, and I think we you can broaden this to a lot of things. Email is in many ways a kind of news because the, it's information about other people shared according to their agenda. So the first thing is to just start having a very, very negative, even offensive view of news in terms of this is stuff that is that is really other people trying to get you to focus on things you shouldn't focus on, you really want to you really want to think of it, I believe, in a negative way, as in there, there's really an agenda there that is necessarily anti you. And sometimes it's deliberate and, and often it's not. But in any case, that agenda is anti you because you need a lot of time to create value and then a lot of time to enjoy the fruits of your creation and all of that requires focus and it requires information in a completely different way than it's normally given. So stage one is just the obviously wrong and, and destructive information consumption. Then there's another stage which is just thinking about even within your own life, what is the news that you want to consume and when? So for example, if you have a business or the equivalent of that. Or if you're involved in, in trying to build a social media following, which I think is often problematic anyway, but to the extent is legitimate or any kind of following, one, one kind of news that's a big temptation that's much more legitimate but still problematic is consuming news about market feedback. So how did I do in terms of sales? How did I, you know, how many products did I sell in my Shopify store? You know, how many likes did I get on a certain post? And th those kinds of information are good to have, but they're almost always good to have at very sporadic intervals. One, because you can't know that much on a minute-by-minute -minute basis. And then two, you can't glean that much from you know, how many likes it got in the first five minutes or how many sales you got just today. So it's, it's a distortion, but also it's just all-consuming to have information about your performance minute by minute by minute, that is just completely distracting to focus. So I, I, I work a lot to think about what interval, even with relevant information, when do I want to consume it? So there's, there's throwing a whole lot of things out in terms of not consuming it at all, and then with the things I do consume, when am I going to consume them? And uh, I'd, it'd be interesting to know on the Facebook page uh, what what kinds of news do you think that you can just stop consuming because you realize that it's destructive to your, to your agenda? And then what news can you postpone or schedule so that it's actually constructive? So on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash human flourishing project, uh, share your answers if you want. One more thought on how no news or really very selective news leads to good news is I like having the perspective that my life 
should be the main source of exciting news. My life should be the main source of exciting news. And if I deprive myself of all this super stimulating news, which I don't even find that stimulating anyway, but even insofar as it as some kinds can be, for me, sports news is much more stimulating than, than certainly political news. But I think it's good if I have this if, if I ever have the feeling, you know what, not that much is going on in my life, let me go focus on other people's lives. And this can even happen in fiction. Now, fiction can be a great inspiration and can create good news in our lives, but it can also be, it, it can also be an escape in, in a bad sense. In that, well, I really want to know what's happening to Mrs. Maisel, which that, that's a show that I like uh, on Amazon. So I don't need to be too worried about if my own life is boring. And that's that's a big problem. So I think that it's just even in consuming fiction that that has a news type quality to it. And it's just worth asking, is my life really interesting? Am I interested in the news in my life? And if not, then pause on that and suffer with that and then think about, OK, how do I make this better? But when I talk about leads to good news, it's good news in our lives. It's thinking about next week, next month, next year, and thinking, wow, there's so much that's going on that's exciting. So everyone will have their different specific areas, but for me, it just didn't, it might be not just big projects, but hey, in jujitsu, I'm I'm getting information about learning certain jujitsu positions, and that's gonna enable me to have more fun and be more successful when I spar with other people. And that's, that's a real piece of news in my life. And that's fundamentally different from some jujitsu star had a really good week in jujitsu. And at least that's one of the, I, I tend to find sports news much more compelling, as I said. So that, that can be something that I'll notice. Hey, why are you, Alex, consuming so much jujitsu news, but then you're not focusing on your own uh, jujitsu? So that, that's in terms of my own resolutions and trying to, to reframe and reconceive my own news consumption, sports news consumption for me is one of my big resolutions in terms of limiting that and then create more sports news in my own life. Another one for me is just really nailing down the delayed consumption of uh, performance news, particularly sales information, uh, because if, if that can be done, then I get to spend much more time on proactive things that actually lead to results versus just reacting to results delivered on a minute by minute or hour by hour, or even sometimes day by day can be too much basis. So for 2019, it's worth thinking about how can you limit and schedule your consumption of information so that it's driven by your agenda. Now next week, I'll talk again about New Year's resolutions from a more positive perspective, but if you can if you can really have this perspective on news if you can regard information about other people's lives shared according to their agendas if you can regard that in a default negative way it opens up so much positive so i hope that was helpful if you have any questions comments love mail or hate mail you can email me at alex at alexepstein.com the facebook page is facebook.com slash human flourishing project and to get weekly updates about the show go to humanflourishingproject.com and sign up for our email list hope that you have a great christmas holiday and whatever i think in canada they have boxing day or maybe that's in uh 
maybe that's in November. I shouldn't be improvising on that. I think Kwanzaa's uh, coming up too. So, uh, but oh, and and for Seinfeld fans, happy Festivus. That that show is definitely a great uh, source of joy in my life. And if you haven't checked it out, check out season nine's episode, The Strike, so that you know what Festivus is all about. But don't let it interfere with your own agenda and with the great news that you're creating. All right, talk to everyone next week. Until then, I'm Alex Epstein. This has been the Human Flourishing Project.